from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Please join us as we joyfully offer this prayer of consecration to the Immaculate Heart of Mary for the third week of Advent. Virgin Mary, Mother of God and our Mother, to your Immaculate Heart we consecrate ourselves in an act of total entrustment to the Lord. By you we will be led to Christ. By Him and with Him we will be led to the Father. We will walk in the light of faith and we will do everything so that the world may believe that Jesus Christ is the one sent by the Father. With him, we wish to carry his love and salvation to the ends of the earth. Amen. Welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. I'm Father Dan Donovan. The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contribution from three donors. The first are the Franciscan Sisters of the Sacred Heart from Frankfurt, Illinois. For the intentions of all the sisters, family members, associates, volunteers, and friends. The second is Marianne Magro from Toronto, Ontario, in loving memory of her husband, Emmanuel Magro, who passed away on October the 30th, 2022. Her son, James Magro, who passed away on September 30th, 1994 and the deceased members of the Magro and Portelli families in thanksgiving for blessings received for her and for her family. The third is the memory in memory of Mary Teresa Flaherty of Erin. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Let us now acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that we who are weighed down from of old by slavery beneath the yoke of sin may be set free by the newness of the long-awaited nativity of your only begotten Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, and he shall reign as king and deal wisely, and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In his days Judah will be saved, and Israel will live in safety. And this is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. Therefore, the days are surely coming, says the Lord, when it shall no longer be said, 
as the Lord lives, who brought the people of Israel up out of the land of Egypt, but as the Lord lives, who brought out and led the offspring of the house of Israel out of the land of the north and out of all the lands where he had driven them, then they shall live in their own land. The word of the Lord. Thanks. Thanks be to God. Justice and peace shall flourish Give the king your justice, O God, and your righteousness to a king's son. May he judge your people with righteousness and your poor with justice. Justice and peace shall flourish forever. For he delivers the needy when they call, the poor and those who have no helper. He has pity on the weak and the needy, and saves the lives of the needy. Justice and peace shall flourish forever. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who alone does wondrous things. Blessed be his glorious name forever. May his glory fill the whole earth. Justice and peace shall flourish forever. Alleluia, 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 alleluia. Come, leader of ancient Israel, giver of the law to Moses on Sinai, rescue us with mighty power. Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. The birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. 
But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took Mary as his wife. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Jesus Today's two scripture readings can be seen as relating to one another as promise and fulfillment. The passage from the prophet Jeremiah speaks of a descendant of David, a king who will rule his people with justice and with righteousness. One hears in the prophet's voice a longing of the people for compassionate, just, and strong leaders, for leaders with imagination and wisdom, for leaders whose primary concern is not their own well-being, but that of the people whom they've been called to lead and to serve. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, and he shall reign as king and deal wisely and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. The distinguishing feature of the promised king will be righteousness, he will fulfill the Mosaic law, and in doing so will become the instrument of God's renewal of his people. The passage we just heard from the Gospel of Matthew announces that the prophetic dreams and hopes are becoming a reality. The first verses of Matthew's Gospel, which we are not reading today, are in the form of a genealogy which begins by identifying Jesus as the Messiah, the son of David, and the son of Abraham. It then goes on to fill the time between these three great figures. The genealogy roots Jesus in the sweep of biblical history. In him, the promises of the prophets and the longing of the people for a Messiah are fulfilled. Today's gospel tells the story of the Annunciation and birth of Jesus from the point of view of St. Joseph. While well, Luke tells that same story, but from the perspective of Mary, and to some degree, of Zechariah. Joseph is described as a righteous man, a good and just man, although by no means a king or even someone associated with the royal court. Joseph has been chosen by God to be the connection between Jesus and the house of David. If in some ways Jesus speaks to the messianic longing of many in Israel at that time, he goes well beyond it in other ways. Matthew applies to Jesus a well-known saying of the prophet Isaiah. The virgin shall conceive and bear a son, he declares. They shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. As true as it is that God is with us in many ways, the phrase takes on a new and richer meaning in Jesus. If on the one hand, Jesus is said to be like us in all things but sin, on the other, he is uniquely one 
with God. The Gospel of John speaks of Jesus as the eternal word or son of God. In the preface to his Gospel, John tries to draw us into the eternal mystery of the word of God. The preface comes to a climax when it declares that in Jesus, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He is truly God and truly human, that in a way that we can barely begin to understand. Jesus is the God-man, the Son of God, one in whom the human and the divine have come together in a unique way. One way of evoking the mystery of Jesus is to think of him in the language of the evangelist John, who identifies Jesus as the Son or Word of God incarnate, that is, in the flesh, in human form. From this way of approaching the mystery of Christ, there flows a fundamental principle of Christian faith and life. People who refer to it as the, people refer to it as the incarnational principle. We find God not by running away from the world or the body or human life, but by finding him in them. We can obviously turn away from God, from the values and virtues which he calls us to practice, virtues like honesty, integrity, compassion, forgiveness. These and other virtues contribute to the building up of an authentic and mature human being. To these virtues can be added the theological virtues of faith, hope and love, virtues which can unite us directly with God and with the living Christ. The incarnational principle helps us to understand the centrality of sacraments in Catholic faith and piety. At first glance, the sacraments involve ordinary, everyday things, things like bread and wine, oil and water, things which in the time of Jesus were taken for granted. They take on, however, a new meaning when they are united to the words of the priest, most of which go back to Jesus himself. To them is added a prayer for the transforming presence of the Holy Spirit in the celebration. They become for us ways of encountering the risen Christ. This is most obvious in the case of the Eucharist, when the priest recites the words of Jesus over the bread and the wine at the Last Supper, and then adds a prayer for the presence of the Holy Spirit to transform them, the bread and the wine become for us the sacrament of the risen Christ. He draws us into an ever more profound relationship with him. The fact that he comes to us in the form of bread and wine makes clear that he wants to be for us a source of spiritual nourishment. Something analogous is true of the other sacraments. In baptism, for example, we are plunged into or sprinkled with water, and in doing so are brought into contact with the saving mystery of the death and resurrection of Jesus. St. Paul once asked, do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we have been buried with him by baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. 
In the sacrament of reconciliation, it is Christ who greets penitents and who pours out on them the forgiving and reconciling grace that they seek. He comes not to judge, but to heal, not to condemn, but to reconcile, not to burden, but to help us carry our burden, whatever it might entail. Both church buildings and more importantly, the communities that gather in them have a sacramental quality about them. They facilitate our becoming aware of the presence to us of God and of the risen Christ. Near the beginning of his career as a professor of theology, Joseph Ratzinger, the future Pope Benedict XVI, wrote a small book entitled Christian Brotherhood. In it evokes the family to which it, in different ways we all belong, a family brought about brought together by Christ and through the power of his spirit. We are to be the sacraments to and for one another, whether in our immediate family, the family of the church, or in the family of humanity itself. In all these forms, we are called to be sacraments to one another of God's gracious presence in our midst. Let us now in faith and trust present before God our needs. For all those in our daily TV Mass prayer intentions book, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord, hear our prayer. During this Advent season, our community prayer is to our Blessed Mother as we humbly ask that she intercede with her Son on behalf of those searching for hope, joy, and love. As we prepare for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, let us pray to the Lord. For victims of war and violence of all kinds, especially children, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. May our Christmas celebrations this year be for us a source of forgiveness, love, and peace. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Gratitude for the gifts of every kind which have been received, we have received over the years. Let us pray to the Lord. Gracious God, we ask you to hear and grant these prayers as well as the more personal ones that each one of us has in his or her own heart. All this we pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you. Fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. By the mingling of this water, wine become partakers of his divinity, who became partaker of our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we receive the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Gracious God, wash me from my sins, cleanse me from my iniquity. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be made acceptable to God, the Father Almighty. May the Lord accept the sacrifice of your hands for the praise and glory of his name. 
May the sacrifice to be offered to you, O Lord, make us acceptable to your name, that we may merit for all eternity to be the companions of Christ, by whose death our own mortality was sealed, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For all the oracles of the prophets foretold him, the Virgin Mother longed for him with love beyond all telling. John the Baptist sang of his coming and proclaimed his presence when he came. It is by his gift that already we rejoice at the mystery of the Nativity, so that he may find us watchful in prayer and exultant in his praise. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dew fall so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it, gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Savior of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Lord, remember your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Francis, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy 
welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and with all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. May the peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer one another a sign of faith. Peace. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. But only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in this holy sacrament of the altar. I love you above all things, and I passionately desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my soul so that I may unite myself wholly to you, now and forever. Amen.
Let us pray. May we receive your mercy in the midst of your temple, O Lord, and show fitting honor to the coming solemnities of our redemption. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass.